Today is June 10th, and the Yankees have won the series versus the Mets. They beat them two games, and they only lost one game. So that means the Yankees won the series. Let's talk about that. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. Good love! Give me that good, good love. That's what you just yelled at me for. I know, and then I said it. Oh, okay. So, all right. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from Northern California. I have my co-host, Jake, coming to you from Denver. We are two transplanted Yankee fans. Jake's originally from Connecticut. I grew up in New Jersey, Illinois, Australia, Connecticut, California, Connecticut. Now I'm back in California for like five more days. That's pretty exciting. So I'm high. I'm happy, Jake. I texted you this. Where are you, where are you going in five days, Jim? I'm going to Utah on Thursday for a wedding on Friday, and then Saturday flying to New Jersey to go to a small town on the Jersey Shore called Lavalette, which is where my heart resides, Jake. If I was like a girl and I wanted right. to like where my heart resides type quote, that would be Lavalette, New Jersey. Like if you were an Instagram model, you'd have that little like dot thing saying where you are, but then it would have like comma, but my heart's in Lavalette. Yes, yes. Currently in California, but my heart's in Lavalette. Yes. My whole family's there. All three of my siblings, my nephew, my grandma, my parents. Like today, all my aunts and uncles were there. So I was pretty jealous. Uh, But I'm riding high because I have this excitement that I'm going there soon for two months. I'm going to be back on the East Coast where, like, Yankees is part of, like, the world and society, not just in a bedroom myself. And the Yankees are good, so that has me really happy and riding high. And then other stuff. Like, we've recorded two podcasts. I recorded a podcast with Richie. I have my songs podcast. They're all organized. Now, I just felt like I got things together this weekend, and I was super happy. And this loss, this Sunday night loss, it's it's a a little nick in a – bubble full of happiness like the bubble just redirected a little and went a different way you can't pop the happy bubble so i don't give we'll get into it obviously but how are you how was your weekend a couple things hey we still need to talk about me visiting you in lavalette because yeah. i should totally do that yep we need um, to figure that so out we should talk serious about that yes um b where's the wedding in utah are you gonna see sam no and i don't know Okay, loser. Both answers. Yeah, I don't. And I don't see, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Had a nice little weekend. Went for a hike. I um did some yoga at I, Red Rocks. Yeah, I did yoga on the rocks. That's a total lie. I didn't go for a hike. I went to yoga on the right rocks. But I thought I thought that was a hike in my brain movies for a second. Which just, is it's kind of cool. The just, sun's coming up. You're at Red Rocks. Everyone's rocking their fresh Lulu. People checking out my butt. But it's one of those things like it's not like an intense yoga class, but it's still like, okay, you didn't it starts at like you gotta get there at like six AM. So that means you don't do anything Friday. So you go to yoga Saturday morning. So then you're in that mode like I can eat anything, I can do anything. I had a healthy like first bit of my day, so I can do whatever. So like 
had a big nasty meal and then i was like you know what i'm gonna get twisted up by the pool a little bit watch some yanks i haven't really spent a pool day yet but it was kind of awkward i was like putting down dos Equis, putting out the vibe but there was like a kid's birthday party out there at so the early part. so you weren't you were putting out the vibe of like hey we really wish this man who's drinking and by himself by the pool would leave because we're trying to celebrate my kid's birthday that's one angle yeah that's one <laughs> angle but there, it's a mix there's like there's kids and old people and then like so, I mean, gradually, and this is probably any apartment pool across the country, but as it gets later, the, the party vibe kicked in. But, like, by the time party vibe fully kicked in, I was already, like, gassed. I had, like, seven dose X's. It's 2 p.m. I, I pretended to do yoga, like, eight hours ago now. So, but that was pretty nice because I went to bed early, woke up feeling great today, expecting the Yankee sweep, and then... Didn't happen. Things, things fall apart. But Sunday, that's okay. Sunday night baseball, I hate how it's so late for this reason because we have to record late. But it is nice. Like, I was like, okay, Katie, let's go do something. So we went uh, to like live music in a wine place. But sure. we were only there for maybe an hour and a half because I had to get back for the game eventually. And we just listened to this band do sound check for an hour and a half. Awesome. It was like, is that the, is that their music? <laughs> I would respect the hell out of that. That's like when I would go to the skate park with Evan Macris, and we would never do a skateboard trick. We would just skate at a curb and then jump off the board. Oh, uh, line wasn't right. Line wasn't right. People would expect. I was it. there. Yeah. Oh, you were there. I was there. People. Yeah. Ex- people yeah. expected us to keep doing tricks, but we just kept bailing out. Like, oh, I didn't have the line. Didn't have the line that time. That's what this band was doing. We we're like, no, no, play a song. We can hear you. Sounds good. They never, we, we, I promise you, we can hear the sound. (laughs) So we only heard one song and we left, came home, watched this game, but let's not talk about this game. Let's go into Jakey's Burns, which, which, which are brought to you. And this episode as a whole is brought to you by hold on while I click the button that shows me who this is brought to you by hold on while he clicks the button. This is what it's by. Something, 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 something. This is what... Okay. Um, who do you think was the last person? Angel Hernandez. Whatever. I'll just... Sydney, Billy. This episode of Talking Yanks and Jakey's Burns is brought to you by Sydney, Billy, Russie, Luke, Kevin, Dan, O'Brien, like that last name, and Vaca. I don't have a cousin named Dan, though, so no relation. Those are our most recent patron subscribers, Patreon subscribers. So they support the show. So thank you very much. It's two dollars a month to support the show. You can or more, or more, or less. But if you want or less. You can do one dollar if you want. But if you do two dollars or more, you get live stream video, earlier release of every episode, and you get your name put in a raffle to win an affordable jersey every month. There's already been one winner. We will do the second winner at the end of June. And you get to make Jake and I happy because you support the show and help us keep things running in uh, in the interim until we get a lot of listeners and we can get uh, uh, more advertisers. Okay, let's go into Jakey's Burns. If you don't know what Jakey's Burns is, one time me and Jake got into a big debate like, should we recap the games? I was saying don't recap the games because everyone that listens to us watch the games. They remember what happened. Jake's like, no, people like a refresher. People like no one. He's like, let me burn through it real quick. Let me burn through it real quick. I said, okay, Jake, burn. Now it's become a running thing and Jake uh, crushes the burns. Only thing he's done good in his entire life up until this point. Game one versus the Mets, Friday night. Jake, are you prepared to burn? 
I think so. There's a little there's insults and nice things said in there. Yeah, kind of living out my childhood sports center dreams. I had a kind of emotional ESPN tweet tonight. I don't know if I'm emotional tonight. Either way, I'm I'm ready. All right, on your mark, get set, burn. Game one of the Subway Series, everyone's favorite future Yankee, according to Twitter. Jacob DeGrom versus Tanaka Tuesday on a Friday night in Queens. What am I talking about? Bottom one and more of a formality at this point. Massa gives up a solo leadoff homer. Brandon Nimmo, who circles the bases like a player on the JV team, hitting a home run off the varsity team in practice. With the remaining 27 outs, the Metropolitans would go on to score zero more runs. Tanaka and DeGrom exchanging zeros on the scoreboard until the top of the sixth. Tanaka reaches on an error. Hey, nice. Hey, not so much. Glaber single. Gardner walk. Bases loaded. Aaron Judge fly ball to deep right. Tanaka tags and he scores and mildly pulls both hamstrings. You're lush and I hate you, National League. Tied at one's bottom six. Let's let's jump to the top of the eighth. Two-out rally. Glaber single. Then the pulse of the team, Brett Gardner. Two-run home run. It's 3-1 Yanks. Giancarlo bloops one down the line for an insurance homer. 4-1. That would be your final score. Tanaka to Holder to Green to Batances to Chapman. They combined for nine innings pitch, one earned run, and 11 Ks. Yankees win 4-1. 4-1. That's a solid baseball score. It's a good baseball score. That's a one-team totally won the game baseball score. Yes. Let's go straight into Tanaka. That's the big storyline yeah. from game one. He's, uh, we'll, we'll Tarantino it. He got hurt. He's going to miss about a month. He's on the 10 day right. DL. They, they said that they said the timeline is a couple weeks. They're hoping before the all-star break, but they wouldn't be shocked if he was after the all-star break. So it's not good. Yeah, It's not good. So uh, I had my live reaction going. I don't know if you watched my live reaction video. I don't know. But for those who didn't, as soon as Tanaka hit the ball, I was like, nice, ground out. Then Gonzalez made the error, and I said, fuck. I don't want our pitchers getting on base. Well, they should be able to run 90 feet. Yeah, obviously, they should be able to. For some reason, <laughs> they can't, and they get hurt. And why risk it? I, d- I didn't like it at all. There's a lot of aspects about this to, to – like um to get into uh, I'll do let's start here. Do you think Nevin some some people I'm seeing saying Nevin shouldn't have sent him? I think that's crazy. You have to send him. Oh yeah, you absolutely send him. Okay, it, was, it, it tied the game. It's a one nothing game. Yeah. Uh okay. A lot of people are like how come he can't run ninety feet, which is just like I don't know. It's annoying to hear people say that over and over and over again. It was more than just running ninety feet. It was like did he? Because I. He ran down to first, and he he made some moves. Did do we think he got hurt initially there? Do we think it all happened it, on the third to home play? It all happened on third to home, according to him. Okay, and it looks like he got caught. Do I slide or do I not slide? So he kind of stutter stepped, and right. came up. So I don't know, man. Like it's so easy to say, oh, why can't he do that? But people pull their hamstrings all the time. Like if Hicks pulls his hamstring running from third to home. No one's saying, like, I can't believe a professional athlete can't run third to home. But because it's a pitcher who doesn't do it often, like, Tanaka probably runs every day for exercise. So Pitchers run the most on the team. Yeah. So, like, they, they have to have the leg strength. It's, I, it's, it is like a little bit of a mental conundrum because it, it's yes and no. Like, okay, they don't do this regularly. It is a weird thing. I know it shouldn't be, but it is. And then on the other side, 
yeah, like I, like none of my dismay obviously goes at Tanaka. I, you know, people get mad at the National League. You kind of get that, and it sounds like the DH thing is really starting to go get, get momentum in the National League. I'm, I'm thinking like baseball can move slow sometimes, but I've got like a five year time limit on the DH. The, the coming to the National League, the National, the National League, the not having a DH, I, it generally confuses my heart that people <laughs> that people like it. It had, it adds some fun quirks and baseball is a game of quirky things. But it's like man, it's like playing a sport and then someone saying, "Well, what if we did this to make it more interesting?" And it's like, "Okay, but that doesn't make it better. It just makes it more interesting in a bad way." Well, it's way. a tra- it's a traditionalist game. See, that's the problem. It's reversed cuz all pitchers used to hit all the time. Yes. American League said, "Hey, we got to spice things up. We'll have another hitter hit cuz that makes things better." And then the National League, they screwed up, and then it turns into baseball being traditionalist stuff where, uh, oh, yeah, the pitcher should have hit from the beginning of time and blah, yeah, just, blah, just, and just more strategy. I just don't – Yeah, I can't understand how anyone – like I think if you're in favor of the NL, of the, D, of the pitcher hitting, you're not really in favor of the pitcher hitting. You're just in favor of having that – being on that side of the argument. Like your dad was on that side of the argument, so now you're on that side of the argument, and you're going to make your son be on that side of the argument, and there's no thought process there to actually just like, no, this is how it's always been. You're, you're a fan of almost chaos, because that's, that's when things go really crazy, whether it's pitch hitters or pitchers trying to bunt or pitchers trying to slap bunt or runners trying to take advantage or defensive rotations. So I don't know. There's a lot of aspects there, and some people get caught up in that. My biggest gripe, which I don't really have a huge one, it kind of, I know this, I say this too much, but it kind of is what it is at a certain point. But I put a little bit more on the Yankees team. I mean, they they talked about how they had the pitchers running the bases in Toronto and like, they're talking about it in like a silly way. Like, wow, the pitchers got to run the bases today. It's like, you knew this was coming for a little bit. I, you know, is a one day base running training sesh really all we're going to put these guys through and at the same time what if what if they're running running the bases two weeks earlier Tanaka rolls his ankle so it's I don't know it's a little damned if you do damned if you don't however you go about it I mean it sucks it sucks like he he should (laughs) he shouldn't have got hurt but he did and it happens more than not so whatever it's just more than if there was no play at the plate Tanaka just runs 90 feet fine. So everyone's saying, how come he can't run 90 feet? Well, it was more than that. And whether you want to act like it's, well, he had to make a decision, blah, blah. It's like, well, yeah, it is. Uh, at first day of <laughs> a men's league softball, first at bat, first time I run the first, I pull my hamstring every time. And I, and I played like five seasons in a row. After the first season, I didn't like stretch at all. It was very naive. Pulled it so bad, couldn't play the next week. Then I started stretching. I prepared the first time I went into game and I just snapped into incredible sprint mode. I pulled a hamstring no matter how much I prepared. It's like, so I'm not Tanaka, but well, it sounds like you're comparing yourself to Tanaka. So the, uh, sometimes I'm just as hard on myself as Tanaka is today. (laughs) I was, I was, I ate lunch and I put the tray of the food. It was like a plastic takeout tray and I put it in the garbage and I like smashing the garbage down, like compressing it, getting the most out of that bin and the plastic broke and some juice from like the burrito that was in there splashed up 
on my oh, yeah. on my arm, and I was in the kitchen, and I just said, "Jesus Christ, Jimmy, you fucking idiot!" And wow. and everyone in the house like turned around, looked at me, and was like, "Hello." And Katie, Katie, who lives with me, like all times, like, oh, that he just does that a lot. Like I, yeah, I'm a big. I shit talk myself out loud a lot. Katie used to get really weirded out by it, so I got a little Tanaka in me. Okay, yeah, I, I, you know, I like shit talking myself too. Um, my final, I was, I was listening on the radio because I was taking the dog out, and Susan Waldman just was having the Ming Wong flashbacks, and like you could hear her. Her soul being hurt on the air. As soon as was, the error happened, I said, don't Chin Ming Wong yourself. Like, as soon as yeah. she put wood on it. Yankees are scarred. Yeah. So, sucks. Yeah. Um, okay, so it looks like Johnny Lasagna's coming up. I don't know if we're there yet. Are we there yet? Yeah. Are we talking Johnny L's right yeah, now? Yeah, let's just talk this whole situation. Oh, Johnny L's bad pitching nickname. <laughs> yeah, Johnny L's. That's terrible. That's mean. Johnny L's. Johnny Lasagna is a great nickname. Johnny Lasagna, hey, oh, is it a fish? It's, I know you've been waiting for it. It seems likely he's on the 40-man roster, so that means they don't have to make additional moves to bring him up. He hasn't pitched right. in AAA yet, but he's not a highly touted prospect like Sheffield, who is going to be handled with baby gloves and care. Right. Um. So I think – it's uh it's a low risk high reward situation. What are what are baby gloves again? Baby gloves? You never had touched a baby? I've touched a baby. And you didn't wear gloves? Nope. They're they're these gloves. They have like um like you ever gone in swimming in the pool and you put gloves on so you can like climb the walls like a frog? No. Like that, so that you accidentally sometimes people get existential anxiety. And when they're holding a newborn, they have to constantly fight the urge to just like toss it. Like when you're driving, you have to fight the urge to turn into oncoming traffic. So they make these frog-like underwater gloves so you can grip the baby better. It's baby gloves. Okay. Well, in my head, you've just made up two things. I'd (laughs) like to move on. I just made up two things. You're correct. (laughs) Okay. So... So but, yeah, that's we we had this conversation on Twitter a little bit because people were saying why Johnny Lasagna, and yeah, because he's a young guy who's showing some stuff, and if the Yankees do have to get creative with the roster and the forty man later in the year, he he's easier to maneuver right now. They don't have to do anything with Justice, you know. They can send him down. They can if for some reason they're bringing bodies on later. If they had. I, it'd be tough to DFA like a young guy like that, but if they had to move him in a trade, it would it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, and um, as, as much as potentially other guys, so it's it's a flexibility thing. Yeah, he's been around. It looks like he came up with the Giants in when he was eighteen years old. Maybe he had Tommy John, then came to the Yankees at twenty one. Yeah, um, he hasn't pitched in AAA this year, which is crazy to bring him up. That's why it's a little weird. But the other the other options on the 40-man are Domingo, Acevedo, and Abreu. And I think Abreu is highly coveted. Like, they think they think he's good. Yeah. And Acevedo is just coming off injury, or maybe Abreu is as well. And they those aren't putting up numbers. So um, Johnny Lasagna has pitched 43 innings this year so far between A ball and double A, and he's only allowed – four walks so if if um if that command can translate to 
MLB and he's forcing other teams to put the ball in play with our offense, even though it's struggling right now, you would think, okay, that pitcher, that might be okay in our, in here. So I don't know. I'm excited. I uh, Let me point this out. Point this out. I am excited for Johnny Lasagna solely because the nickname Johnny Lasagna. Right. Like there's nothing else that has me amped up, but I might make a t-shirt. I might go all in. Oh yeah, have to on Johnny Lasagna because it's the great greatest nickname. No brainer. Yeah, and I think he's supposed to have. Uh, I think his slider's his best pitch. I think. Uh, I read he's got Adam like five off speed pitches. Which it's kind of kind of creepy, dude. We like we like twenty pitch guys. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I he's from Nicaragua. I, I'll, I'll put a, a a serious Yankees podcast spin on it. You know, maybe he is a, a two-pitch guy, but he can get by the league for like three, four starts, and then they package him, and, you know, our new rotation is Hamels, Bumgarner, Kershaw, DeGrom, all, all the guys for Johnny Lasagna. Shane Green will just trade for Didi again. He'll become yeah. – Johnny Lasagna will Shane Green himself into a trade. He'll become the White Sox closer, and we'll get uh, some guy in the White Sox. That's good. So there you go. Problem solved. It's interesting. It's it's a fun situation that it sucks this has to happen. Sucks that Tanaka's gone. Uh, some people are like, oh, now we don't have to watch us give up home runs anymore. Tanaka was finding his stuff. He was giving up home runs, but he was looking pretty good. He was looking pretty good in that game against yeah, the Nets. He had eight, eight strikeouts and in five innings. Uh, hopefully Tanaka comes back fine. He's Tanaka's a big piece of this team. Whether you get shaky when he's out there. I have, uh, I have a sense of calm with Tanaka that I shouldn't have. Like I have a sense of confidence. I think a lot of fans don't with him. Uh, I like Tanaka a lot. So, I mean, I like just love how tough Tanaka is on himself. Yeah. Just, it, it, you need a reminder, go check out him last postseason. He was his, his, I steal it from Scott Van Pella. I actually haven't been saying this a lot this year, but it's how good is your good. And Tanaka's good is really good. You know, really good. You know what Francesca right. says? What's Francesca say? When when Tanaka when Tanaka is Tanaka, he's called Wallace. <laughs> is that when George Washington was George Washington, he was called Wallace. <laughs> is he wearing baby gloves when he says when that? When Tanaka is Tanaka, he's Tom Siva. Another Francesca tweet got me too good. I'll I'll have to see if I could track it down. But big fan of Francesca. All right, what else do we have from yeah. game one? Guardy the hero. Uh, DeGrom's pretty good. Yeah, DeGrom's good. It's one of those, <laughs> you know, your bullpen's in a tight spot. You're doing everything you can. And that's what, not, not to give too much away, but when, when the Yankees pulled, pulled even in game two, I mean, you just knew it was shot at that point. There's, I, I know that sounds like biased fan, but yeah. All right. So let's move, uh, let's move on. DeGrom, DeGrom's been crazy good though. Yeah. Crazy. Got, crazy. Like a 0.43 ERA in his last seven starts, and they've lost five of them. <laughs> yeah. He came in with eight straight starts of one run or less, which had only happened like twice before in Major League history. So, DeGrom, very good. Do you? So, okay. It's uh, a nice win. All right. Well, let's move on to game two. You got your game two burn ready? Yeah, I got my game two burn. All right. You want me to start the timer? Uh, of course. Money mark. Get set. Burn. 
Game two, lefty Steven Matz versus Domingo Herman On Sabado, when will this joke stop? But in the first inning, Domingo was so bad, yo. Solo <laughs> shot to the Todd father. <laughs> <laughs> timeout. That's a timeout. I, I'm, I, I knew that was pretty tough, but I loved it. Um, okay. Give me enough three, two, one. Was that Domingo? I'll, I'll say it. Domingo was I'll, I'll say it again. Domingo was so bad, yo. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. We'll, um, we'll start over. Okay. No, I, I don't want to start over. I'll pick it up from so bad, yo. <laughs> okay. On your mark, set, burn. So bad, yo. <laughs> so, solo shot to the Todd father. Don't you forget about me. Followed by a two-run homer by Estrubal Cabrera, a.k.a. Ass Crabs. What's your nickname, son? Three nothing Mets after the first should be an easy win, right? Nope. Top three Glaba bombs, Glaba bombs. Yanks tack on a run, three one Mets until top of the sixth, where Miguel Anuhar says the painting was a gift, Todd. These people will forget about you. Two run home run, three three in the sixth with the game in the <laughs> with the games in the hands of arguably the best bullpen and the worst bullpen in baseball. Hmm. Top eight. Aaron Judge doesn't hit clutch home runs. Myth busted. Solo shot. 4-3 Yanks. Little brother cowers back to his room as the Yankees get their brooms ready for tomorrow. Herman, Robertson, Batances, Chapman. Final. 4-3. Yanks take game two. Dude, that was some that was some great shit with the don't you forget about me, Todd hitting a home run because he was the third baseman. Then Andujar comes up. Painting was a gift, Todd. Little wedding yeah. crashers line. Yeah, they will yeah. forget about you because I'm your replacement and I'm doing better, Jake. That was that was um that's beautiful. Pretty guy. Good job. I like when I get impressed by you. It's tough to do. <laughs> All right, let's talk about let's talk about Herman because that's the story. And I was down in the dumps right away. I fired off some tweets that are still coming back to bite me because people refuse to take Twitter as a timeline, and it bothers the shit out of me. You can't go back a day later and reply to something that I said in the moment. <laughs> yeah, in the moment, that's, that's what people are about, though. In the moment, it was very frustrating for Herman to dig us a hole early again. And three episodes ago when he pitched against the Astros and he gave up three runs in the second inning and then he dug deep and finished really well, I said it's just so frustrating that he needs to do bad to spark the good. And it's the sign of a young pitcher and he need, hopefully he matures him with Tanaka down. Herman's the guy and the way the game finished, six innings pitched, three earned runs. Good. But... Let's stop with the early deficits. Yeah, and it's right now, so it's kind of because we talked about it being a one-inning thing where he gets into trouble, and that's that's a young pitcher thing. Now is it an early-in-the-game one-inning thing? But, yeah, he had the tough first inning, and then he he's, he settled down, which is a good sign. A lot, of, a lot of young pitchers can't do that if they get touched up early. So, I don't know, but – it's a little good with the bad, and for the guy who was our sixth pitcher, I mean, he still ended up giving us a, a good start. He just had that tough first inning. So, Yeah, I'm getting annoyed with the whole he's our sixth pitcher thing. It's like, okay, great, but now he's like our fourth pitcher. So, yeah, it's true. So you can't – take out the name, take out the history, take out the dude. Just tell me the stats, and I'll tell you whether I want that guy as the fourth pitcher. 
and I, and it sounds like mean because people couldn't understand that I was saying if he goes five innings pitch, three earned runs every game. That's not what we want. And they're like, dude, he's young. He'll learn. I'm like, sure, he will. But that's not what we want this season. You just don't want that. He ended up going six innings, which makes the line way different. Um, I, I still don't have like this. I, I have you gained a sense of trust or security in Herman from this start? Trust and security are the wrong words. I mean, in the sample size, what have we seen that he can he can get you through a start? I mean, I I don't know. It's is his good starts have kind of been against bad teams still. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't, it's not like I walk out there and it's, you know, Tyler Clippard nervous or anything like that, but, um, you're, it's, it kind of flips back to the end of last year where we were just looking to get a good, you know, give us a good five, give us a good six. And that's all we need with the bullpen we have. Um, so I guess it's a little bit more of that, but I don't know. I've, I've got no qualms with the kid. He's, he's been all right. Has he? Kind of. I mean, dude, this I, I this is a game I, I would get unfair with you when, you know, you're more of a Monty and you love Tanaka guy. But, dude, his final set line, six innings pitch, three earned runs, nine Ks. Like, no, that's, yes. that's good, but I still think overall he's been more bad than good in his starts. He had one very good start. And now two good starts, but I think he's had three bad starts. Let's bring it up. But he always shows signs. Right. I mean, so he had, so his first start was the, the zero hit start, six innings, zero hit. Then his next two were really rough. It was five innings, six runs, 3.2 innings, six runs. And then from there, he was against Houston, 5.2 for three earned runs. Detroit, 6.2 for four, and the Mets, six for three, which I think for what we're looking for from Domingo Herman, that that's not bad. I mean, you obviously want it to be a little better, but he's he's I, not, I, I wouldn't he's say not that's... losing us games. He, he lost us one game. Two games. One and a half games. Six earned runs is a losing effort from a pitch, starting pitcher. Yeah, well, we won that game. <laughs> yeah, but, we won. but in spite of him. In spite's a, a little dramatic. Yeah, in spite but, of him. They shunned yeah. him in the locker room afterwards. Yeah, I bet. I got some texts. What? Why IBF? <laughs> can't do that. Can't do that. Come on. Um, all right. Well, what else from game two? The homegrown home runs, and everyone's like, Glaber's not homegrown. You traded for him. Shut up. Never played for another major league team, so I'm just going to call him homegrown, and we're going to have to deal with that. Yeah. Andy Hart. Crazy. Yeah. Bullpen crazy. Violent. The helicopter. Yeah, we'll get the helicopter. We'll get into uh, individual things. But anything else from game two? Mets are sad sacks of shit? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I mentioned this before. When the Yankees tied it at threes in the sixth, you're just – Yeah. I, I'm obviously biased, but I think a Met fan would even say it more openly. Like, the game was over. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one hates the Mets more than Mets fans. Yeah. So – uh yeah, I broomsticks into into Sunday night baseball. Feeling right? got to feel so good with Sevy. All right, let's go. Let's go into game three. Ready to burn it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, get bur- um, second burn was your best so far with the Todd and the Anduhar and the uh, 
What was the Domingo? So bad, yo. So bad, Because it was Domingo on Sabato, and he was so bad, yo. Yeah. So okay, all right. That's just that's just good, clean humor. Good, clean humor. On your mark, get set, burn. Game three, ace Louis Severino versus Noah Cinder. Ooh, Cindergard out with Yankee-itis. Very serious condition that's sweeping MLB. <laughs> Otani David Price. Anyways, Seth Lugo grabs the pill for the Mets. Lugo, that's fun to say. Yanks, Mets, Sevy, Lugo, everything says sweep. That's why they play the game, folks. Sevy and Lugo trading zero. Sevy's looking like Sevy, except for two walks in the first. Seth Lugo is looking like Dwight Gooden before it started snowing in Queens, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, bottom five, zero, zero, until the top father says, oh, just do it, huh? As I walk on by, will you call my name? Two run, home run off of a Seve slider. Honestly, tip your hat to Todd on that. You don't see that often. First slider that he's given up for a home run. Sorry, go. Yeah, so there there you go. There's some info behind it. And that was it. That was all the scoring in the game. Lugo goes to Giselman. That's a funny name as well. Swarzak closes out. You thought they had the rally going on Giselman in the – am I saying that right? Uh, in the eighth, they pinch hit with Judge. The stadium goes nuts a little bit. The Mets had the bad error. But he gets out of it. And, yeah, the Yanks don't really get too much going in the ninth. The line-out double play to end the game. I know you were getting fed up with people saying Bird Bird had some bad baser in there. Yankees got three hit. So, hey. And shut out for the first time. Shut out for the first time. And, yeah, shout-out to Seth Lugo. He he looked really good, and they uh, they got it done. So, so, so that's when the game 2 nothing. Yankees win the series. Clearly, this was a protest to ESPN, right? Like they're like, okay, we're right. we're not going to score any runs. We're not going to play Judge. Savvy's not going to have his best stuff. We're not going to get any hits. Fuck you, ASP. all right, you you guys, you guys want to see the Yankees? Here's Chase and Shreve, Adam Warren and Jonathan Holder. Here you go. Yeah, that's it's very clear. Uh, the Katie Sharp Queen of Stats uh, quote uh, tweet was entering tonight. Severino had thrown 490 sliders and only one was hit for a home run. Todd Frazier just homered on a slider. So I think that's his second slider home run. But pretty crazy. Okay. Tip your hat to Todd. He's kind of got that Giancarlo Stanton swing. Just throws the barrel at it. Yeah, he does throw the barrel at it. And, man, he was he was playing with a little a little bit of chip on the shoulder. That stolen base off of Seve. When when him and Seve exchanged word, was it fun or was it, like, serious? I, I didn't see Seve was smiling. the reaction. Seve was smiling. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah, it was silly then. Um, okay. How about I'm gonna complain real quick. Complain. Todd Frazier is a fun, good guy that Yankee fans loved last year, and he's good for baseball. And the MLB is smart to promote him. The MLB doesn't promote anyone. The Todd Frazier hate I saw on Twitter was hilariously petty from Yankees fans, and. The whole, hey, did you know he was from Tom's River? Did you know he played yeah. in Little League World Series? If you're tweeting that, thinking that you're mocking ESPN and the broadcasts, you're the bigger problem than the broadcast. Can you agree with that? The joke's, the, the joke's gone full circle. The first couple times, yeah, funny joke. We get it. They, they say it a lot. Every time Todd Frazier gets mentioned, they show it, yeah. 
But like, if you were still doing it by tonight, my dude, God. I, if I tweeted about Todd, people would respond. Did you know he's from Little League World Series? Like now, you're doing it, dude. You're becoming yeah, the now, person you think yes. you're mocking. Stop it. Yes, it's so annoying. Yeah, people don't know when to like stop with that stuff. Overkill. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we lost. The bats are bad. A lot of guys are in slumps. Uh, but hey, we won the series. Our last fifteen series, we've won. 14 of them. That's incredibly good. Yeah. Uh, and it's a way. You want to win series in the way. But we did look bad. So if you want to chalk up to bad luck. Can we talk about the double up at the very end since you brought it up? So many. I'm still getting tweets saying bad yeah. base running by yeah, Bird. Let's, let's do it. It's a 2-0 count. You know he's swinging. You're going to take a big secondary lead. Do you think it was bad base running or just bad luck? No. I mean, it's 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 90% bad luck. People. People are going to say, oh, line drive, you're supposed to freeze, blah, blah, blah. We know Greg Bird's not a speed player. Gary Gary got a hold of one from being ahead in the count. And it's your initial reaction is, okay, if Gary hits this down the line, I've got I've to put myself in the best chance to score. That did not decide the game in any fashion. Would you like – would you – would we have loved Greg Bird to not get doubled up? Yeah, so yeah. would Greg Bird. Dude, I mean, but that was just hilariously unlucky. Not- you knew Gary, I said on Periscope, okay, 2-0, Gary's swinging at this, and he should, and just like, you're in such a slump, just try to make hard contact on this 2-0 pitch. And he did. If it's an inch higher or two inches higher, it's a rope, and we probably have second and third, one out. Um, it's, Gary's hit into a lot of bad luck, but that doesn't excuse how – bad his slump has been and the the other thing i was thinking of that if you're the base runner and again greg bird not a speed player you're thinking hey if there's a ground ball i need to be hauling ass to try to break up a double play to give the team a chance for another at bat to tie the game so yeah if a ball's hit like that you're you're ready to go it's it's not greg bird's fault for anything (laughs) i was i was shocked i was getting that like pause on Periscope. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's bad luck. It's bad baseball luck. Yeah. I'll I'll give 10% bad base running. I'll give five. Because I think you want him to have an aggressive secondary lead. He's slow. Yeah, he's slow. I mean, if he if he doesn't have the bad secondary, you're screwed on the double play. If he does for the line drive, he's safe, which Ended up happening, but again, not not the reason they lost. Don't care. Don't, don't care. Don't care. Okay. So what else we got to talk about this game? Sevy wasn't his best, but hey, five innings pitched, two earned runs is like not Sevy's best. And bullpen's great. I don't know. Lost. They lost. Sunday night baseball sucks. I absolutely hate Sunday <laughs> night baseball. The broadcast. Did we talk about this? We talked about this off air. The broadcast yeah, is, is – I'm going to whine and complain. And 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 I'm not talking about Jessica Mendoza's opinions. And I'm not talking about Vaskirian's play-by-play, if that's how you say his name. I'm not talking about A-Rod's opinions. I'm talking about the production value of the broadcast, the split screens, the lack of replays, throwing up graphics, and then we missed like a handful of live pitches, including a strike three from Severino, because they didn't get the graphic off the screen in time for the pitch. It's like really, really piss poor production from the worldwide leader. And you got to believe, I don't know, man, just why? 
just show us the game. It's so uh, bad. Everyone complains about it, so it becomes this thing where I don't want to just like, I don't know, like keep throwing flames to the fire or whatever that saying is. Yeah, that was was my – I typed up a whole tweet where I was – because I saw all those tweets out, and then I would watch part of the broadcast where I just snapped. And, you know, I'm this isn't something I'd normally care too much about. But so I started writing out the tweet, and it was like, you know, how how is this happening? Blah, blah, blah. Angry tweet. So the problem that I have is that a chunk of it, and this is the production value part too, is a chunk of it gets taken out of the people in the booth that they don't deserve. And that's... The thing that gets me with the masses is that's a job that everyone looks at and is like, I could do that. I could call the game. Yeah. Fastball, 93 on the corner. Pretty yeah. hard. Yeah. Didi's hot right now. It's not easy. I My my experience <laughs> was <laughs> us at spring training this year. And in high school, I called a couple of the basketball games. And I was a beast, obviously. But, no, it's it's not as easy as you're sitting on the couch saying – Oh yeah, Didi never hits that curveball in the dirt. It's like no, it doesn't actually work like that. But everything you just said and a lot of things ESPN doing. My tweet that's out there right now that I just I said I was emotional about was they're they're having Harvard and Yale's debate teams debate MJ versus LeBron, and it's just like, do you know how much of a joke that currently is to the outside world? Yeah, ESPN's really bad, man. I mean, I don't wa- like I don't just, watch anything on just, ESPN besides Sunday Night Baseball. It's comical how detached they are from from like the actual real world now. Um, but I, yeah, I'm not going on that rant. Well, so, I hate it because yeah. I tweet something like Mendoza said. She said twice in the elements. I love it because it was raining out and she's sitting right. on concrete in a cushion chair with an intern <laughs> holding an umbrella overhead. So that's hilarious. So I was like, I got to tweet that out. That's so ridiculous what she just said. But then I get so scared because the replies are just a bunch of sexist people. Like, she shouldn't be yeah. talking about this. Well, I was like, I don't care, dude. Right. I don't care about that. She just said something you stupid. You played softball? How can you talk about baseball? Well, I got cut from the high school team. Still like talking about it, so. Yeah, loser. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's get. I got cut. Let's get into awards. Awards! Get into awards. Awards are brought awards to you are by... Awards brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. Get yourself the, the Yankees jersey with no name on the back. That's right, guys. Not that phony stuff that you're seeing with the names on the back. The Yankees have never worn those. Regis Philbin! So go to Affordable Jerseys. Promo code, we don't have one right now, but go get a jersey. <laughs> They're very nice. Glaber, he might win Rookie of the Year. Andujar might win Rookie of the Year. Get them both so you're, you're covered either way. Otani's out. It's one of those guys now. So get yourself a classic. Get Yogi. Get, I need Yogi. Someone buy me Yogi. Yeah. You know, Yogesh. You know how like – all right, awards. I think you go first, Jake. I thought you were going Okay, first. great. I go first. I go first. Good. Okay. Good. My award for pride, 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 pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. And I don't know if you're going to like this award. But you Houdini'd me last week, so I might be Houdini'ing you this week. Okay. The bullpen. Nice. I couldn't pick a guy. We can highlight guys later. The bullpen in this series, seven pitchers. We have eight in the pen, so everyone but Cole pitched. Right. Through ten innings, four hits, zero earned runs, 
13 strikeouts, 10 innings, zero earned runs, 13 strikeouts. That's very good. Yeah. And I, we can, I mean, Chapman, you know what? I thought Chapman versus Bautista and Jose Reyes, I was, I was on Periscope. Oh, I got, dude, this is weird. I feel like I'm bragging saying this, but genuinely, yeah. genu- genuinely, I had 2,500 people watching me yeah. my periscope in live time for that last at bat i don't know where they came from i don't know if periscope pumped it up as like hey this is a highlighted broadcast people are watching this or if someone on twitter retweeted it to the like that has a big account i haven't detected or figured out how i got somebody but i usually sit around 200 for big moments like that or 150 plus 2500 people watching me live was awesome anyway i would thought Chapman versus those old dudes, like, oh, shit, Jake and I yeah. were just talking about how if he does blow one, all we're going to do is like, all right, he got it out of the way, go back to because he's been so good. And he didn't need two two times. He's got, like, something wrong with his knee, tendonitis. Uh, my little brother has that, I think. And he's like, nothing you can do about that. It's just pain. It's like in Miracle yeah. when Rob, when, when Mac gets a bruise and Herb Brooks says, bruise on the hit leg is a hell of a way from the heart, candy ass. Just got to play through the pain. So Chapman played through the pain. Bullpen's good. D-Robs has looked better lately. Chad Green, good. Holder, Warren, and Shreve, even with good performances. Uh, I will say Shreve and Warren are just tough to watch. (laughs) 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 They are not exciting. They are not exciting to watch, but they got the job done. So good good job. Note, I I figured out Shreve's thing today. For whatever reason... Like I, I can be fully watching the game. It could be, a, just the only thing in the room, a TV, and me staring at it, watching every pitch. But somehow I miss Shreve strikes. Like he got in two O two counts today, and I didn't see any of those four strikes. And then I saw his his go to out pitch, which was the the ninety two huck at the like above the guy's head, and you're just like. What's happening? Like, what? what's really happening here? But I still have a soft spot in my heart for him. It's like so. when you're reading a book. I don't know how many readers we got in here. But you get, sure. you like flip the page and then you're like, oh shit, I didn't process any of that. But your eyes scanned, yes. your eyes, yes. your eyes scanned every line of the book, but your brain just didn't process it. That's what Shreve yes. pitching is. You watch every pitch, you just don't process it because there's something about him. His- because because the bad pitches are so bad that you're like you you can't compute the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Or that happens to me when you watch a TV show like The Americans, the season, the series finale just happened and they have sure half of it is like Russian characters. So they go subtitles and it's just like, Oh, I'm watching and reading, but I don't know anything that's happening right now. <laughs> Speak English. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Okay. So pride of the Yankees bullpen. Boom. Pride of the Yankees bullpen. Boom. Boom. Who's your pride of the Yankees? Boom. I'll, um, Hello. 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 Let me get, oh, um, oh. you know what? Uh, let's just cut out the middleman. I'll I'll go with Rhett Gardner. Is it Rhett or Brad? Rad. Rad. It's Rad Gardner. How big of a chain wallet do you think Brett Gardner wore back in the late nineties? I. You know what? This will shock you. Something I've never really thought about that much. Um. 
anyways, <laughs> there, there, there was only like, and again, for another winning series, and I feel like I've been saying this for a couple series now, there's only like not a ton of eligible candidates. Basically, it came down to him and another guy. We'll see if he gets mentioned later. But uh, Brett hit the big, the big home run, man. I mean, off of, uh, off of Degrom to take the lead, that was just that was huge. Um, oh, made it, made it, made a couple nice catches doing the Brett Gardner boxing out into the wall yeah. move. He had another good catch game three down the left in left field too. Yeah, so he's uh yeah he's. He was he was playing well. He get basically had a game winning homer. That that'll get you pride of the Yankees. Did you see my? And he's he's still been he's still been on an insane stretch. Did you see my so, blog post about him? Uh the I hate Brett Gardner. Yeah, I wish yeah. I had that radio color. I hate. I thought Brett that's what I clicked it and I was so excited. I was like, oh, he dug up the link and then can't find the link to the audio there. So I was really sad. I can't find that. That's old. Thanks. That's like two two thousand four radio. Can, you know, you know, it takes so much for me to actually try to do something, and I did it. Nothing. I'm sorry. So. I'm sorry you clicked a link to my blog about so, the Yankees. Well, on and that's what a, what an easy segue to Yankees mf'er. Okay. Yankees, <laughs> Yankees, motherfucker. You like that? <laughs> you like that shit? Like that? Hey, someone. Uh, I think Big Baby David on Periscope wrote, "You like that shit?" to me. And then yeah. I talked about how that's my favorite thing you say after you do something good. Yeah, that's good. What's that? You see what I just did? That's good too. Yeah, that's not as good. Well, it's good because it's so bad. Right. Okay. Which is half my jokes. Right. Yankee motherfucker goes to my favorite player on the team, El Gary. I'm not sure if I gave it to him last week or you did. Uh, no, I, I did. You did. I mean, it's he was 0 for 11. Hit into some bad luck with that very last one. But, um, yeah, something's really off. I don't think he's injured. I think that's a cop-out. But something's really off. He's rolling over a bunch. He's His body language is a little off. and He's trying to pull outside pitches. I know that sounds like so basic, but he really is. And he's. I think, I think Ken Singleton said it best that he's <laughs> – He's trying to boost his average 50 points with one swing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not how baseball works. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I he's too good of a hitter to not get out of it or or to take serious action against it at this point. Like, you still put Gary Sanchez in the game every day. His presence in the lineup is good, and eventually he will start hitting. If that's not your thought process, you're just choosing to hate or be overly negative, but he is very bad at the plate right now, but it's not time to take drastic measures. In my opinion, what's your opinion? Yeah, no drastic measures. I mean, you and I said that we're okay with like Romine two times a week, catching the Sonny Gray game and then the day night game, if it lines up that way. Um, I mean, I, we can have as many couch opinions or, or whatever you want. A-Rod tonight still said on the broadcast that he thinks Gary Sanchez is the best all-around hitter on that team. Yeah. It's... Which which at this point, to, to put your neck out there like that is a little a little crazy. Yeah. Because we, we had fun with that stance, and now we're like, after seeing what Judge is doing again, yeah. But I don't know. You uh, – 
I, I thought it was that bleeder that got through against Houston. I think it was. Uh, apparently, it wasn't that. I, I don't know what's. I don't know what's going to snap him. But yeah, I mean, this is. We've been saying this for what five episodes now, something like that. In like a three to four week stretch. Like get, we're getting into think, DD territory. I think one of the, uh, well, two things that I I half remembered from us doing preseason stuff was which I think are funny now is the Gary stuff. Just if you told us that Gary was going to be batting 190 in June playing every day, I said, told you to go, you know, fuck your mother. But the, the other thing that made me laugh the other day, I'm pretty sure. I think it was Canely. Maybe it was Chad. Yeah. I think it was Canely that we said, like, he's the lowest risk guy this year for the Yankees. Like he's just stable. He doesn't have a high pressure role. He's going to strike out guys in the sixth and seventh inning. And he's been like missing this year. So that's, that's, you can't, you can't predict baseball, James, but I predicted labor. Boom. Okay. Um, yeah. So Elgar is the motherfucker. I think, I I mean, who are you going to even choose? Gary's your mother fluffer, huh? Yep. I haven't lost faith, haven't lost hope. There's this one dude on Twitter who just tweets at me every day like, and John Boy can't even see it. It's like, I can. He looks bad right now, but he's good. Like, I, why do no, you no, want no. – I'm not a I'm not a, like, a baseball fan for your convenience, dude. Like, yeah. You should hate Gary. Why? He, I, I, I root for players in pinstripes. Root for players in pinstripes. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. You're up. Give us your motherfucker. Snap two. Who am I going to give it to? This sucks, man. My Yankees mother fluffer. Dude, the the, the, two options I don't like. Well, give it to Tyler Austin so we can talk about the toe situation. You know, I almost did that, but I felt bad as the Tyler Austin fan club, and I gave him one recently. But I am going to give it to him because the other options were like Giancarlo and Judge, and they each hit homers, which in this series was kind of huge for us. So, yeah, I'll give it. Tyler Austin got more at-bats for whatever reason, slash a lefty, 0 for 3. At, we're, we're done with you, Tyler, in the nicest – we're done with you for now. It's. I don't care how many it, tweets your mom sends out being angry. It's, uh, you, you're not helping the team right now. You're, it's not goodbye. It's see you later. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> that's what That's what I said to my good friends in Australia when I moved away in 2000, 2000, and I haven't seen them since. And it's been 18 years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. It's not always the truth. Tyler Austin. So they brought up Toe. They, Tanaka gets hurt, so they brought up Toe. I can't believe the amount of people that were like, why would you replace a pitcher with an infielder? How does that help us? <laughs> and I just wanted to say, think about it for more than a second, dude. Just, th- just <laughs> don't, before you ask that question, just think about it for more than one second. I know, I know you're saying that because A, it's a fun thing to say. And B, you're assuming that a lot of the people that you're talking to are are baseball hardcore people, but they might not necessarily be. So why would they do that, Jimmy? They were like, Toe's not going to pitch. Yeah, he's not going to pitch. Well, some people also probably think that's like funny and that's – Okay, so we were in a National League park. We have an off day, which on Monday you might be listening to it or tomorrow when if you're listening to it Sunday night. We have an off day. So everyone else's starts can get pushed forward without – 
needing a pitcher for another full time through the the uh, rotation. So we don't need to call up a starting pitcher yet. And we have two games versus the Mets, National League, and then two games versus the Washington Nationals, another National League. Well, that's in that's in, it's in New- Nueva York. Yeah, it's in New York, so that doesn't even matter. But so, I mean, toes an extra bat on the bench. Also, I think that this is a really good roundabout way for them when they have to bring up Johnny Lasagna or whoever comes up to, as the spot starter to now send Tyler Austin back down. See, that was a really nice way to say it instead of insulting your whole fan base. No, everyone that tweeted at me and asked, I said that. I gave the nice okay. logical reason. But it but I mean, I just love people to think about things before they like use an angry tone. It's not our generation, man. It's not our generation. No, Toe isn't replacing Tanaka in the rotation. Well, be cool if he did. But so Toe's back. Be fun. Toe's back. Great. Um, and then one kid tweeted me. He was like, "Why do you love Toe so much?" Like, "Oh man, you don't know my opinions at all." But th- but thanks <laughs> for getting mad at me for no reason there. <laughs> yeah. Why is Why is anyone like Toe so much? Come on. Because he's short, and he's everyone's kid brother. Short plays every position. He's the team funny man. Funny how he's he's still batting like <laughs> three fifty or something. So, um, do you agree that like this seems like a roundabout way to get Tyler Austin? I I like that theory a little. I guess it's a little little punchy and dodgy. I mean, it's also Tanaka's a starter, so they don't necessarily need. That starting pitcher body, but but uh, for however many games. But I think this, but just straight up switching toe for Tyler Austin, that screams okay, we made a mistake. Never mind, kind of. And I don't think the Yankees want to put that out there. But though this roundabout way, kind of, they were giving Tyler Austin more at bats. I, I don't think mistakes the right word. I just think the at bats they gave Tyler Austin went <laughs> went pretty poorly. Mistakes not the wrong word. Uh, didn't work out. Yeah, the. They made a plan, and it, I, what they wanted, I, they wanted, you know, Tyler Austin to go nuts again, so they could probably flip him for an asset, or if he was going so nuts, so and proving that he could handle either lefties or <laughs> handle better pitchers better, um, you know, then they then they would have had that decision to make. Yeah, I think. I'd assume when they call up Johnny Lasagna or whoever is the spot starter that it would be Austin going down instead of just sending Torres up and down on the bus. But they could do that, and I wouldn't be shocked. So we'll we'll see. I I do like I do like the bringing bringing Johnny L Johnny L's up when it's time and and sending Austin down. Yeah. Um. Some people are like, why not Drury? Bring Drury up. Drury. They don't want to stash Drury on the bench. Toe, they don't care about wasting away on the bench. Walker yeah. is, a bench, is a bench role player now. Tyler Austin, they don't care about wasting him on the bench. Drury, they want to play every week, every day, and not sit four out of five days. So bring Drury up doesn't really make sense, especially if you're for his game and for his value, right? Yeah. All right. Yep. So your motherfucker was, was Tyler yeah. Austin. Yeah, sure. All right, here we go. What's your first award go to, Jim? My first award is uh, the Fixed Wings Are For Losers Award. Fixed Wings Are For Losers Award. Have you pieced it together? 
what I've pieced together is an inappropriate thing that would never be said on the podcast. All right. So helicopter pilots call airplane oh, pilots boy. fixed wingers. So fixed wings are for losers. Helicopters are for cool people. And Duhar, the helicopter hitter, four for 10. Jesus. Four for 10 with a huge two run bomb to tie the game. Anduhar says, uh, I, I'd like a little bit of the Rookie of the Year running, please. I'll enter my name into that contest in Otani's spot. Please and thank you. Two more hits on Sunday night. Anduhar's good. Anduhar's good. Unfortunately, that was the worst award you've ever given. No, man. Which is tough for him. Tough for him. No, but no. But he is playing really well. No, I, I, I searched helicopter puns. And then this whole forum. Yeah, and then you said that whole thing. This whole forum it's came really up. Really off-putting. This whole f- it's truly off-putting. This whole forum came up, and it was all helicopter pilots. And the the question on the forum was like, "What's the worst thing fixed <laughs> fixed winger ha- a fixed winger has ever said to you?" And I was like, "That's a term that people use." So I used it. Tough. <laughs> oh. I don't want it anymore. All right, who's your NL All Star of 2020 award going to? Um, that's a great award. Tyler Austin has that secure and he thanks me every day. Um, he won't be getting that today because <laughs> he got the MF my award is actually a similar award. It's the worst five time all-star ever award. And it goes to Dellen Batanzas because guess what? I think my homie's on his way to the all-star game. That'd be nice. He has the second best strikeout rate in baseball to the dude hater on the Brewers, who's a, like a lock to be an all star. Yeah. His, that's- he, he's, number, he's number two. So Batances is number one in the AL. Third is Chapman. So to put things kind of in, into the picture again, um, who we've said how dominant Chapman's been this year. His ERA is down to 3 5 something, which. If Delhi keeps going a little bit, he's going to be around three flat by the time they choose the all-star teams. Again, he could blow up and it could fall apart, and that would be classic Dellen. And, oh, you'd have me, Delhi. But, dude, he's been dirty. I mean, this guy, he's going to – so think about this. When they're assembling the all-star team and they – and, okay, all you ESPN broadcasters out there that hate when they say dumb stuff, well, here you go because you can't watch every game. So at the end of the day, it comes down to stats. They're going to see Dellen Patances starting to rack up holds with the best K rate and an ERA near in the threes and, and arguably the best bullpen on one of the best teams. He's going to go to the All-Star game again. He's going to be a five-time All-Star that the Yankees – and I've said it before that I've not necessarily wanted exiled, but I thought he'd be better served elsewhere or traded. And now he's just doing the damn thing. He looks incredible, like incredible, incredible. And he got two like high leverage holds for us this series. So as, as the guy before Chapman, which, Hey, if he could secure that down and (laughs) knock the peckerheads out, uh, I support it. He's my favorite stat is 24 out of 26 first innings. No earned runs. Yeah. And that's, you know, maybe the two winning things out of the way. Maybe he found the slot or it is getting the regular work that we've talked about. 
I don't know if my car keys or Larry Rothschild need a shout out, but he looks incredible and he might be a five time consecutive all-star. Like I, I asked KT Sharp to give me the stats of like the war of the worst five time consecutive all-star. And she was like, I'm not looking that up. That's a lot of things I'd have to do. And I said, okay, that's fair. Um, so like I tried to look for five minutes and didn't get any actual research on it, but a five-time consecutive all-star. That's like, and this, I, I want to punch my fate, my, myself in the face Been there. for saying these words, but like hall of fame. No, I'm not saying Dellum Tances to the hall of fame, but I'm saying at the end of the day, when they look at the hall of fame, it's accumulation of stats or it's being dominant for a period of time. And I know, obviously, we're just getting closers into the Hall of Fame. I don't think we're getting set up men into the Hall of Fame for a long while. But people are going to look back at Delon Batanz's baseball reference and see that for five years, he was an all-star, this dominant, oh, a holds guy that made it to the all-star game five straight years. And we'll be saying, that guy couldn't throw strikes sometimes. Is this... So you've set up a world for yourself where, okay, Jalen Batances, he's in the Hall of Fame. And how about how no, about I didn't how about say that? I didn't say how that. about Ronald you just said and that. Ronald Treas is uh hitting batting champion and I never rivals said that. Jose Altuve. I never said that. Oh, DJ LeMayhew. You're you're being sports radio right now. So you could go on. I'll let you be sports radio. You could go you're on. You're being sports radio. You said Dylan's gonna get thought of for the Hall of Fame. No, I'm saying when the Hall of Fame looks at players, they look at cumulative stats or dominance over a period of time. And five straight All-Stars, I like I I will eventually get these stats and I think you'll be shocked. I would think he would need 5 more years before that's even a talk. No, Jimmy, he's not going to the Hall of Fame. That's the part you've totally missed. So why are you saying this? What's your point? Because I'm saying when you look back on baseball reference at players and how dominant they were for a time period, that's another – that's something that the Hall of Fame looks at. That's something we judge the best players by. And Dellen Batances right now is looking like that when there's been times when we didn't want this guy like on the roster. Sure. If you take out the end of 2016 and the end of 2017, yeah, dude's – had really dominant years, but you're taking out two bad, really bad second halves in a row. All-star is... I'm not taking them out. That's what I'm trying to tell you. But you're using five-time all-star as your thing, and the all-star doesn't count the second half of the year. If the all-star got voted... Yes, but that's a unit of measurement that people use in baseball. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think people look at the all-star and be like, he was a six-time all-star. Like, Derek Jeter probably got voted... Talking Dude, about. it's a fan vote. Like Jeter got voted in five years in a row when he shouldn't have been voted in. Yeah, and he gets made fun of for that part. But at the end of the day, they still say, oh, 18-time All-Star and that stuff. It's one of the first things they rattle off when they say a guy's name. I think it's like gold gloves. Like it's thought of as like, okay, something you say, but don't put much stock into. It's a step above that. I think we've already had this. Yeah, I think you've... If you're saying all-star games don't count for players... I don't value value the all-star, making the all-star game at all. It's a fan vote that takes in a first half of the season. Cool. Teixeira always had a terrible April, so was never like an all-star. But Teixeira was a really good player, so... 
It was really yeah, good. I don't value the All Star, but Dell. And that's you're essentially saying what I'm saying. What you're taking you you've taken the Hall of Fame thing out of context. They're like, okay, the to share thing's a good point. That in 20 years from now, when our kids are clicking through Baseball Reference, they'll say, oh, Mark Teixeira was a switch hitting first baseman on the Yankees. Why didn't he make more All Star teams? He's got like 400 home runs. He looks like he was really good. And then they'll look at Dell and Batances and be like, wow, how dominant must this dude have been? He was a five-time consecutive All-Star. Then they'll look further and find out he was very bad in the end of 2016, 2017. No, they're not. My kid's not looking up shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Saying Batances making the All-Star, like he was, that's, he was very bad the end of 2016 to 2017 to the point where you thought he was going to like need to be traded. Yeah. So let's wait out the rest of this year. If he makes the all-star team at the- I did, Jimmy, I'm saying nothing else about the rest of this year. Okay, but if he makes the I'm all-star saying- the team this year, that doesn't mean he had a good year because he didn't have a good year last no. year, but he made the all-star team. Yep. And he didn't have a good year in 2016, but he made the all-star team. Yeah. So in my books, he hasn't dominated for the last two years. You got the blinders on, man. Open it up. Okay. My my next award, you stole it from me because you gave. Did you give Brett Gardner pride? I gave him pride. You can still give him an award. Well, I was going to do the green thumb. Bring on the sun. Bloom, baby. <laughs> what are these awards, man? What's happening to you? Gardner plants one. It's my favorite gift. Is it supposed to be like quick hitter jokes? You're researching helicopter inside jokes on like helicopter pilot. Jokes. I didn't research. Green thumb. That's a pretty known no, thing. No, you knew that. <laughs> I knew that. One. But maybe That's I'm fair. changing it to sore thumb home run award. The sorest thumb home okay. run award. And it goes to Aaron Judge in a very nice home run to Ooh. take the lead with a sore thumb. Jammed his thumb. Brett Gardner, the green thumb, knows a lot about thumbs. Fixed it for him. How about the thumb award? You can give it to both of them. Thumb award. There. Two two good thumbs hitting home runs. But I mean, that's a nice, it's a nice home run by Judge. He's had a lot. Judge is what like on pace for forty nine home runs right now, and he hasn't even got on a tear. Yeah. So that guy's fucking good. Yeah, that's. I think this is a conversation we have to ha- have because it is the like saying, like they said in the booth a bunch of times. It's all over Twitter about Gary not really hitting. Like Judge and Stan haven't had nut job stretches, which they're gonna. Didi's been in a horrendous slump after his incredible start, which is a little bit of a leveling out. Well, he's kind of out of it. I mean, now, yeah, I mean, he had, he had three hits all in one game this series. Um, but yeah, I, I would be the bad sports radio question. Are, are, are the Yankees not even at their peak yet or something like that? Like what's I, that? That's the corny bad way of saying it. I mean, what? the young guys have to level off a little bit and the veterans are going to pick up a little more. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I hope Gary and Stanton go off and maybe then Andy Hart and Glaber were slump. Everyone's like, I can't wait for this team to be clicking on all cylinders. I don't know if that will ever happen because it doesn't it's like, impossible. It's impo- it doesn't need to happen. Can't have Aaron Hicks make all 27 outs, you know? Yeah. Did last 10 games, uh, 364 on base percentage. And three seventeen batting average, so thirteen hits last ten games. So he's out of it. Yeah, he's not. He's yeah. not. He's, he's not. He's, he's not like amazing, but he's he's not terrible. He's not slumping at all. No, the, the the power hasn't been there, which is fine. 
Um, A-Rod was talking about him being a little off balance, but that's even when Didi was kind of hot, he was a little off balance. He's, he's weird with his back foot. He moves his back foot more than most hitters do. All right, what's your last award? My last award? Well, I was going to give it to the old bullpen, but I guess... No, I'll they got my pride the of the bullpen. Yankees. Um, I'll, <laughs> how about I'll give the, uh, the Mad Hops award? Wow. To who? Jose Reyes for not turning double play? <laughs> I'll give it to Greg Bird for jumping into the stands today. <laughs> And I just we we haven't mentioned Greg Bird. That was almost really nice. Almost great play. Netting. If if the netting wasn't if, there, would he have got he, hurt? Yeah, uh, not necessarily hurt, but a lot more dangerous. I'll say, I think if he knew how the netting would react to him falling on it, he makes that catch. If he fully trusted the netting, the, the, yeah, the netting did a good job. Um, and I mostly gave that word. Also, because we haven't really mentioned Greg Bird, and he's starting to get a little the the Twitter's starting to n- say his name a little more when he's high up in the lineup. At no he's, one's he's been playing no one's okay. Yeah, that, exactly. Like this series, you can't. That's a weird thing about baseball. Like you can't. I I don't know. He's Greg Greg Bird. Good. <laughs> Tyler Austin, not so much. Um, yeah, I I guess Greg Bird hasn't gone on tear, but he's still. He's commanding the strike zone. There was a little bit. The Yankees were getting a little irked today. Yeah, um, strike zone. Giancarlo bad. almost snapped. Greg Bird was was pretty angry at a couple calls. Uh, pitcher zone, which led led to some of the results this series. But um, I don't know. It was it was a nice jump by Bird. He got doubled off. Everyone hates him. Blah blah blah. He's Greg Bird's going to be fine. I have something that. You kind of wanted to say last week you didn't say, and because we didn't want to put out negative energy or or be the people we don't want to be, but we're gonna do it. I'm yeah. gonna say it. Okay. Stan hits one more home run after we don't need a home run anymore. I'm just gonna like, like great, like love your insurance run, Stan, but he keeps hitting these, and Stan hits another home runs, very a rod esque. It's a little A-Rod-esque, and it's kind of like – I'm not putting him in Tyler Austin category because I think Giancarlo can hit versus the best. But, you know, yeah, he's kind of racking up those bonus homers against the other teams like Chase and Shreve. <laughs> like, that's I, – I don't know. It's, right, it's, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to be mad about. No, you're not, you're not mad about it. You're just like, dude, like – I'd almost wish you'd rather hit a double there because – how how funky was that Homer off the end of the bat facing the wrong way to the left field foul pole? <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. I hate it. I like. I hate watching him hit. I mean, that's that's the part of it that I that I find fascinating because I think I think why Giancarlo made that adjustment. I've said this a few times. Is that I think normally if he had a normal batting stance, that's a foul ball. Yeah. But because he's aiming the wrong way. He hits it for a home I love the guy who so, tweeted at us and was like, hot take alert. I think Giancarlo stands one inch closer to the plate. He he yeah. gets more hits. <laughs> I'm all like, or just a one inch longer at bat. Because he either lets the outside pitch go because it looks further away to him. And then he strikes out looking or he swings at it and he can't reach it. So I'm all aboard like, hey, maybe stand one inch closer or get one inch longer bat and just like foul those off. I forget if I said this. I'd love to see it. I think I did say this. Just 
like when Gary goes full take mode and he just does nothing, I want to see Giancarlo like fully open up his left leg, like almost kind of wiffle ball style looking for like an inside fastball. So if someone throws that inside fastball, he's just like home run derby mode. And then that, that makes pitchers not throw inside. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Call me old fashioned. That's the end of today's episode. Thank you very much for listening. We have an off day tomorrow. I'm going to go get a haircut. I'm going to go ship some boxes to New Jersey. You have any off day plans? Should I get a haircut? Should we have haircut day tomorrow? Sure. Okay. Who uh, who are we facing next, Jim? The Washington. The Washington Nats? Nationals. The, the Nationals. If my grandma's listening. I love you. She says Washington, and she says Turlet, and she says Bottle. Love you, Grams. Thanks for listening, Grandma. Um, CC versus Tanner Rourke, Sonny Gray versus pitcher not listed yet. So I don't think we're seeing Scherzer, and we were supposed to see Scherzer uh, last time we faced him. So that's nice. What? You, what so Sevy like Sevy swinging him just going all swing mode at those first three pitches. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I saw the fear on the internet. No. Do you think that the Yankees said, "Don't do that again"? No, because he he swung at that two strike pitch. He he came into that second at bat like, okay, I'll I'll take a normal batter's approach. I'll see some pitches, and then he's like, oh, oh two, <laughs> okay. This approach sucks. Um, <laughs> approach sucks. Um, I don't have a problem I because say. I just don't want running bases. So a home run or get, don't get on base. Right. I mean, no. This is another like bad sports thing, but you you get hurt in sports when you're not doing things a hundred percent. That's not the full. Phrase, I think what you're like, looking for is if you get it, hurt it, it, and miss work, it won't hurt. It won't hurt to miss, to work. miss work. And they give you cash, which is just as good as money. Big Yogi yeah. show. Um, no, they say like if you if you're practicing like seventy five percent, you're more likely to get yourself in a position to get hurt or something like yeah. that because it you find yourself in unnatural. And that was kind of Tanaka when you talk about being in between a slide or not when those metal spikes cross the plate that usually has your leg give out a little bit. So, Hey, if, if you're loose and you want to swing for the fence, Sevy, not knock your socks. It's off, like, it's girl. like drunk drivers survive and the sober people die because they're so loose. So you want to stay loose. No, no, I wouldn't compare it to that at all. You don't think that's a good par- comparison? No. Okay. Well, we'll, nope. we'll end the episode there. Thanks for listening. Good, good spot to end. Good spot to end. Uh, all right. So I think we have one more, episode before i leave and then i'll be watching the tampa bay Rays series on the road but we'll get there when we get there thank you guys for listening uh kindly remember the yankees have the best record in baseball and right. they're doing really good and um hello johnny lasagna maybe goodbye maybe. goodbye tanaka see you soon i hope i really really hope winning 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 any series is a good thing <laughs> don't don't get mad that you lost the game to the Mets. That's kind of baseball. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, talk to you later. Go Yankees. Listen to laughs in the past and stuff, man. You got to hype Oh, yeah. Hype man. If you're this week, Tuesday, laughs from the past. What's the episode we did it about? We did it on Abraham Lincoln being a troll. He trolled a political rival yeah. in the newspaper anonymously. Political rival said, I challenge you to a duel, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln accepted. So if you want to hear that story, don't give too much. You want to hear that story and some good jokes about Abraham Lincoln trolling and getting into a duel. Go listen to laughs from the past. Subscribe, rate, and review. Talking Yanks. Thank you guys very much. Love you. 
Tell them, Grandma. Oh, Yankees.